I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. What is going on everyone and welcome back to the channel. I hope you're all doing well. Now today I'm back on r slash ask reddit and I'm going to be looking at a very interesting question. I'm going to be looking at the internet's most interesting top answers to the question. What moment made you say, yep, I'm definitely dead but you actually survived with no major injuries. Insane car crash. Sitting stopped at a red light and a woman not watching the road at all, texting hit me at highway speeds. I was pushed into the crossing traffic that somehow all dodged me. Someone ran out to the car and their first question was, oh my God, you're alive? And I answered, honestly, I'm not sure. I couldn't open my door, but I climbed out the window. The entire back of the car was collapsed in once as a kid I was in the backyard swimming while my family was nearby eating dinner at a round table Most of them had their backs to me, but I was like 11 and an experienced swimmer I got into a toddler's float with leg holes It ended up flipping over and I was stuck in it. My legs wouldn't come out of the leg holes I kicked and thrashed as much as I could but I was so stuck and you can't hear someone screaming underwater So many thoughts ran through my head Mostly how sad I was that my parents were about to find me dead in a matter of minutes And how they'd never forgive themselves for allowing me to silently drown as they talked with friends I tried one more time to kick with all of my might One leg slipped out and I was able to get the other out after I was fine Totally freaking spooked but physically okay Oh my god. I mean, i've just got anxiety like running through me now. That sounds horrible My boyfriend finally woke me up shortly after we had fallen asleep in a small upstairs bedroom that had a smoldering fire After we collapsed on the floor and couldn't find the door that was not even five feet away We kept hitting walls and corners and started to not comprehend anything After feeling like I was baking in an oven I laid my head down on the floor thinking i'd never see my son again and how sad it was to die It felt like eternity and it felt very lonely My boyfriend somehow found his phone on the floor and called 911 The fire department showed up in what felt like two seconds, but they couldn't break down the front door They shined the flashlight up to the window so that he could kick out the ac units, which he did They finally came upstairs and we crawled to them and they took us straight to the burn unit since they didn't really know what shape we were in I'm pretty sure the entire hospital tore through our room since they've never seen anyone make it out and look the way we did Now opie has actually linked a photo here and look at this guys That's insane. The amount of smoke that must have been, you know, in that room covering their bodies. I can't believe they made it out alive. I ate one of those Brax oval-shaped hard candies. I think they were called sparklets at home alone when I was six. And it got stuck in my throat. I stood there in shock for a few seconds as I started to realize I couldn't breathe. I ran crazily around the room and ended up colliding hard into the back of the couch, which caused the candy to go flying out. Best accidental Heimlich ever. How jammy is that? My God. By the way, you can never get rid of that couch now. That couch has saved your life. 
I had a paintball fight on Christmas morning with two cousins and their neighbor kid at around 13 years old with our brand new guns We got as gifts the neighbor got mad ran home came back with a shotgun and pointed it in my face All I remember is looking at the ground and waiting to die Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I don't want to get into gun laws or anything, but that just couldn't even happen in the uk I'm a skier on a few occasions. I've caught an edge at a pretty high speed 50 plus miles an hour or more that moment when you feel both skis leave the ground when they're not supposed to is Horrifying now somehow i've never had anything more than some moderate whiplash and a sprained wrist Knock on wood. Yeah, I mean, I've been skiing a few times and I've never even gone fast enough to really hurt myself. But a few of my friends who are much better at skiing than me, they've broken bones. So to go 50 plus miles an hour and not break anything, I don't know if that's luck, skill, or just, you know, the gods looking down on you, but you're a lucky one. I had leg cramp and a momentary blackout when swimming in a diving pool when I was 16. I was really active and I just overexerted my limits. Surprisingly, I didn't really panic. Just the dreadful thought of, oh snap, I'm screwed. The funny thing is that I didn't really wiggle my hands out of the pool, panicking, like I usually see in TV. I was just silently sinking. Good thing the pool guard on duty noticed me and went for my rescue by pulling me out. I really wish I thanked the guard more that he saved me instead of me cluelessly sitting outside the lobby after the accident. Yeah, I get that, of course, OP, but you know, you're probably in like a state of shock. You know yourself that you've nearly died. You're not going to be, you know, thinking, oh, I'm alive. Let me go and thank the lifeguard. You're just in shock, mate. My friend and I just spent a few days at a beach shack. My friend just got her pee plates, so she was super excited and wanted to drive us home. This, though, was one of her first times driving alone. Being 17, we didn't really see an issue. I rang my dad beforehand and told him I was getting a lift. He said, I don't think you should do that. I can come and pick you up. I can drive some of the girls home too. I think you guys should wait until she's had more experience. Of course, being 17, thinking I knew everything, I said it was fine and I was hopping in her car. We were on our way home, playing music and chatting. There were five 17-year-olds in the car. I was sitting behind the driver's seat. My friend pulls out onto a 2-1 expressway from a country road, like an intersection. We notice she's turned the wrong way and tell her to make a U-turn. Yeah, that's your first mistake. You can't make a U-turn on a on a, you know, a proper road. That is so dangerous. Anyway, she pulls to the side and decides to go for it through two lanes. Sorry, guys, why are you telling her to make a U-turn? That is so stupid. She didn't check her mirrors properly and a large truck was coming up behind us. My friend got frightened and put her foot on the brake in the middle of both lanes. We were all screaming at her to keep driving, but she was frozen. I remember it was like slow motion. I looked at every single one of my friends. We all kind of shared a moment of fear, like this is it, I guess. The exchange looks haunt me, to be honest. We could hear the truck horn blaring at us. I looked out my window to the truck driving towards us. I locked eyes with the truck driver. Luckily, the truck stopped about five meters away from us. She pulled away and was really upset. The car was silent the entire way back. It was honestly the scariest moment. I'm from a really small town and I think losing five people at once would really rock it. Seeing my friends' faces in that moment, it was actually horrific. I did have a moment of, okay, here comes the truck. And it was actually oddly peaceful after that day i have a real understanding that i'm mortal and can go at any minute oh and to trust my dad 
To be fair, now that I think about it, a more experienced driver in that position would not listen to you four in the back who haven't passed their test. And there was no way they'd get influenced and, you know, actually think about turning around, pulling a UE on a main road. An experienced driver would know that that is incredibly dangerous. So whilst at first I was thinking, you know, this is kind of like your guy's fault for telling her to do something so dangerous. Actually, a more experienced driver would never listen to that. And so, yeah, your dad was absolutely right. You got lucky there, that's for sure. I went whitewater rafting on the Gowley River and my raft flipped on Pillar Rock, one of the most famous Class V rapids. Scariest moment of my life, but other than unexpectedly swallowing some water and almost vomiting, I came out completely unharmed. Now, whitewater rafting. I've never done that and I really want to, but um, that story kind of puts me off a little bit. Parachute deployed, but failed to open. That was one of those moments. Then training kicked in. Cut away, failed shoot, deploy secondary, but for a brief moment, life was about to be over in my mind. When I was about 16, I was mowing some lawns over the summer to make a little extra cash. One guy hired me to mow his lawn. He seemed nice enough, like a kindly old hippie who lived alone. I get to his house and he invites me in to give me some yard equipment. Once I step inside, he closes and locks the door behind me. He says, just locking the door to keep the bugs out. Wait, what? He leads me through his house and starts saying all this weird stuff. I don't know what you've heard about me around the neighborhood, but none of it's true. I'm straight, straight as an arrow. So let me get this straight. He's locked you in his house and is now talking about his sexuality. Um, it's, it's a weird start. We get to his basement door. I keep the mower in the basement. I probably should have hightailed it out of there at that moment. But as a polite teenager, I followed him down the stairs into the dark basements once i get down in the basements and my eyes adjust to the darkness i start to get really scared the entire basement has been plastered in 1970s playboy nude centerfolds but they've all been chopped up missing heads missing limbs oh my god that's when i turn around and see the guy emerging from the darkness wielding a machete at that point i was sure i was going to die I just didn't know if he would hack me up right then and there or lock me in the basement and torture me for a few days My fight or flight response was about to kick in But then he hands me the machete and tells me to use it to cut back the kudzu Huge relief I mowed his lawn and cut back his kudzu and the whole time I could see him watching me out the window I finished as fast as I could and I got the heck out of there He called me a few times in the next few weeks to mow his lawn again, but I never picked up Eventually he moved away now to this day I'm not sure if he was an actual serial killer or just a kooky old man who didn't understand how creepy he was being Those playboy pics with the heads and limbs chopped off. It's not giving me great vibes I'm not sure but yeah lucky to get out of there. I reckon op Let me know what you guys think down below two years ago I was sleeping in my then girlfriend's bed with her and her two kids Around three or four in the morning, I hear someone walking around in the room and I open my eyes to see her ex-boyfriend who she'd left months ago but wouldn't leave her alone and let her leave him walking to turn the light on. As he turns the light on, I see him grab a gun from behind his back. At this point, I'm thinking that he's gonna just turn and shoot me and I'm worried about the kids getting hit. I go to roll onto my back to get up and as I roll, I get hit in the throat by his fist. 
I can't swallow for a few seconds and I think to myself I need to calm down and try and breathe before I panic Once I realize my windpipe isn't crushed I sit up in the bed and tell the kids to go hide in the closets at this point He is screaming at me and i'm barely awake I get hit in the side of the head with the gun try my best to move with it and sit back up screaming continues my girlfriend is now screaming at him to leave and he hits me in the other side of the head once i sit back up again he points the gun back in my face while screaming i guess then he finally decides that it's not worth it or something and leaves through the door he broke in from shoots off his clip into a field across the street and him and his friend drive off the cops get called and they get him not even an hour later He's now in prison for 12 more years and I walked away with just a bad headache the next morning I thought I was dead the moment I saw the gun and luckily no one ended up getting seriously hurt The worst part of it all is the kids having to go through it and how many people tell me they would have beat his butt The dude had at least 150 pounds on me and also a gun Yeah, guys in that situation. I think it would be pretty dumb to try and fight this bloke He's clearly very angry and yeah, he has a gun as op says There's only one thing i'm doing and it's trying to talk him out of shooting me. That's all i'm going to even try and do Completely agree though. I mean for the kids that could easily traumatize them for life. Wow. I'm sorry that happened, man Hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin, you're looking in the wrong place That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. And now for our final answer to the question. When I accidentally got drugged at a party because I drank the drink of a female friend, I left for my home on my own and fell from my bike five times landing in the bushes next to my road i threw up everything i had inside me and i was so disoriented that i couldn't get up anymore i slept through the night in the bushes while it was 13 degrees celsius out and i had multiple occasions where i thought i would die i called the emergency numbers multiple times but they wouldn't come and eventually i got picked up by a taxi chauffeur that brought me home after laying in a wet bush for eight hours i couldn't leave my bed for three days after that The only thing i'm happy about in that experience is that the female friend didn't drink it and got home safely Oh my god. I mean, yeah, you took the bullet on that one Not much worse than getting roofied the sort of person who does that jesus needs to be locked up And there we go. Those are the internet's best responses, but now it's over to you guys I want to hear your thoughts comment down below Have you ever been in a situation where you genuinely thought you're about to die, but you actually ended up being all right? Leave your comments down below guys and also go down yourself and, and have a look at other people's comments and see what's happened to them I reckon that a few of them will be very very interesting as for me personally I was thinking about this as I was going through some of these posts and I don't think that anything that serious has ever happened to me off the top of my head I really can't think of anything where I've genuinely thought that I was going to be in some serious danger I do have a couple of examples though of things that have happened to me where I I was in some danger But I was eventually okay first one. Um, I crashed my bike when I was a very young boy And I might have a picture of it if I do i'll track it on the screen right now This is what happened to me pretty much. I really badly damaged like the whole probably i think it was left side of my face and um yeah my helmet smashed in two i crashed pretty hard the thing was that i went down this random path 
and I didn't realize it was like a massive hill with like a big sweeping curve that went round to the left. And as I was going down it, of course, I was trying to break, but it was very steep gravelly and you know nothing was working i was literally skidding the way that i could nearly have died there is if i hadn't been able to turn to my left i was very very young at this point so i wasn't very good at cycling but i was able to turn just about on this very steep you know hill if i hadn't turned to my left there was like a sheer drop over you know some sort of like cliff that i would have just gone straight over and you know i don't think i would have died because it, it was like bushes and trees and stuff but i definitely would have broken some bones but fortunately i managed to steer to the left get around it um i did end up falling over because you know i couldn't like stay up for that long but i managed to avoid the drop and all that i really ended up with was like a bloody face which has healed that's questionable another one that i can think of which happened more recently where i actually would have died if i hadn't have got help which is it seems a strange thing to say because i was never in danger but in mauritius i was canoeing or kayaking and i went out a long way and all of a sudden the tide turned now i think i'm a decent kayaker like i'm decently strong and you know i've kayaked a lot in my life but i could not get back in the tide turned it became stormy and i was like i was i was paddling as hard as i could to try and get back into shore but i was a long 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 way out and yeah i was i was in trouble the current was pulling me now thankfully some bloke on a boat came out and he was like mate you gotta actually come in right now and he he helped me come in and ultimately i was able to paddle out but it was like 30 to 40 minutes of really hard work and that was when i was like at my fittest i was running a lot back then you know like 200ks a month and i i was i was done i was absolutely knackered my heart was like going i could have got in his boat not gonna lie he did say do you want to just get in but i was like nah I've, I've got myself into this mess i'll get myself out i was never in any real danger there i'm not gonna lie but the, the point was if he hadn't have been there i don't know if i would have got back in because i don't even know if i would have had the strength so yeah interesting one anyway guys that's gonna do it for this one i hope you enjoyed my stories I definitely did. They were amazing. If you want some more from Ask Reddit, then check out this video. It's, it's bloody unbelievable. And actually, this video on the screen is actually one that I posted on Reddit myself. And a lot of you left your answers to it on Reddit and in the comments down below. So if you haven't seen that one and you want to see my viewers' response to that question, click it. It's great. If you're new around here, subscribe. And if you haven't had a shower yet today, go and have one. Nice one. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.